Money Big Podcasts. This is episode 30 of Insert Credit. I'm Alex the Whale Jaffe. Nice. Joining me this week on the show is Collector Frank Cifaldi. Hi. What? Collector? What? Jazzmaster Tim Rogers. Yeah, that's me. That's me, and yeah. grandmother playing Wii Sports at Holiday Gathering, Brandon Sheffield. You know you know he wrote Jazzmaster about me as well as about him, and it, he just kind of trolled me. I like how yes, you tweeted about but that how it was about you, but it was definitely, uh, yeah. it, it was, you were one of the inspirations for it, but there, I was writing about like eight different people who I know in real life. No, I could tell it wasn't all just about me. Yeah, oh, am, yeah. I, am I the collector? I, I, I fit into like oh, three of those, yeah. I couldn't tell. Yeah, you fit into a couple. Right. Yeah, I fit into the collector as well. Yep. I actually fit more into the. Uh, I, w- I wish I was one of the esports players, but I'm not. So, <laughs> so Brandon, according yes, to our listeners, you did the best job last week at our lightning round. So, congratulations. Right. Our listeners you get must to tell uh, us what our first topic is. Our That's listeners cool. must have like an average uh, SAT score of like 400 or something. But <laughs> let's go ahead and. Uh, yeah. 400 million. Okay. So, um, I thought about it and th- I thought of a question that I think is a good question, but I am not you to do. fully yeah. capable of answering it myself. That's fine. You know? you're, not, you're not really supposed um, to. So, the we'll question is uh, you know, you've played a lot of games in no. your life, and these games have influenced you and kind of. Um, formed your idea of what a good game is and what a bad game is. Uh, if you could go into your past and delete the knowledge of and and experience of one of those games from your life, what game would that be? Space War. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. There you go. Jenny's got it. <laughs> that's that's a pretty good answer. So is it, uh, the idea is uh, to take away something that has influenced me so that I'm a different person, not to not to relive something for, without having experienced it before. Right. It's it's okay. so that you're you you have a you you haven't been like let's say ruined by the collectivism or the collection orientation of Pokemon or something. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um. God. Well, you say you can't answer this question yourself. So, what what were you thinking? Like, like, what, what, I mean, <laughs> I was, no, like, like seriously, what what sort of thing do you recognize about yourself that you feel might have come from video actually be that good of a thing? Well, I was I was thinking about like um, I was thinking about liking Bonk better than uh, Super Mario Brothers three because you guys were talking about that and yeah. uh, and like. You know, probably if I had played Super Mario Brothers three instead, if I had an NES instead of a Turbo Graphics, I would probably have that kind of point of view instead. Now, I wouldn't like to change that, but I thought mm-hmm. about well, what if I did want to change that? What if I wanted to be like a, a a normal mainstream designer guy? I would probably want to like Mario better. Yeah, um, and any answer that I come up with is like that. It's like, well, I don't actually want to change that, but it would be interesting to know what it would be like if I didn't have, if I didn't buy Sonic Two when it came out. Right. You know? Like, would I be less depressed about what what games are now? Yeah. <laughs> like, would I would I be a happier person if 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 uh, I I didn't buy that exact game at that exact right time? Maybe. But, uh, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm not up on the scoring metrics of our show, so I'm not sure how many points it's worth to talk about how I wish I'd never played video games in the first place. <laughs> but but uh, there was, 
Uh, I, I mean, I played Atari 2600, and uh, I, Grand Prix on the 2600 was the first game I played that I really liked. And, well, it was, and then Pac-Man, and I played all those games, and I really liked them, but it was definitely a, you know, I'm, I'm four years old, and I just kind of put the joystick down, get up, go do something else. I distinctly remember being like, you know, just died in Pac-Man again. My skill is increasing. I'm, my po- I'm getting more points every time, right? But I'm just going to stop now and go play with G.I. Joe's, right? Like, but then there was Super Mario Brothers was the game where I was like, well, you know, I'm actually, I just died on World 4 instead of World 8 this time. And what the heck, I'm still going to, I'm going to try again, you know? Like, it, it introduced me to being able to appreciate something which was experientially more noisy, you know? It was, uh, there's just all these factors, and I, I got fascinated with it as more than a toy. Mm-hmm. And I sort of wish I hadn't. Advancing in the world as opposed to numbers going up. Yeah, yeah, and I, I sort of wish that I just, I sort of wish I would have just given up on them. I wish that, na- if that neighbor kid hadn't <laughs> moved next door at the time he did, before we started our cycle of moving every three months, uh, my dad was in the army, like, I would have never... I mean, I never made any friends after that kid, to, to be perfectly honest. Until the age 17, I had, I had no friends. So, because we were just moving all the time, and it's like, why bother hanging out with people? Uh, I sort of wish I just had never gotten into video games at all, and it would have been Super Mario Brothers, because I would probably be a much more accomplished human being. I, 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 I really think that the video games ruined my life, in a way. It's really I mean, sad. I, yeah, Neat. so... Yeah. I mean... Being, being, being perfectly honest, how many points is that worth? Is, is that a touchdown in our in our point in our <laughs> scoring system? Yeah, it might be. Is that six points? Is that? I, was, I think. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, I was gonna say that uh, I, I kind of thought in that way for a minute too. Uh, mine would have been the Secret of Monkey Island because that's the first game I played where I felt like, oh, they these a game can actually like do stuff. You know, a game can actually like tell a story and have characters I actually like want to interact with and, and be more than, you know, what I played at that time was just basically NES games. Cause it was 91 or so. I didn't even have a Genesis yet. I was like, and, I was, I was, Oh, keep going. well, I was going to say, and then that game, like I, I credit that game as, uh, warping me in the, in the way that, uh, you know, led me to the career path that I took. And I was like, feels your way, which is, which is like, maybe, maybe that shouldn't have happened and I would have had a better life. But I actually think if that hadn't have happened, I uh, would probably not be in a uh, satisfactory career place that I'm at now. So maybe I don't think that. I was like obsessed with movies when I was six years old and seven years old. And it's like, I had, I had seen Raiders of the Lost Ark like 45 times by the time uh, I first played Super Mario Brothers. And it's like, I'm pretty sure if I could have just acts, I, I could have gotten along just fine on movies, you know. And it's like adding games in there. Just like maybe I want to make video games, you know. I, I would have definitely written a screenplay and gotten it made into a, a movie by this point in my life if it hadn't been for video games, <laughs> if it hadn't been for Super Mario Brothers, if it hadn't been for Shigeru Miyamoto. I regret yeah. playing Final. I regret playing Kingdom Hearts the same way that older teenage girls regret having read Twilight when they were younger teenage girls. 
Oh, yeah. oh man, is that like a thing now? Or is there, is there an app? Has, has it been yeah. long enough for that to happen? It sure has. <laughs> I, I have I have encountered people who will not talk about Twilight, who used to uh, talk about Twilight all the time. Like, can we just please quietly ignore that whole phase of my life? Um, yeah. I think the the kind of thing that I was thinking of, I was trying to think about how to articulate it. I think that if I had played Mega Man when I was really young instead of when I was twenty. Like Mega Man, when I Mega Man Two, I was I played it a little bit when I was a kid, because everybody liked it and thought it was cool. And then I played it more when I was twenty, because everyone <clears throat> liked it and thought it was cool. And I definitely convinced myself that it was a game that I liked or should like because of that. Right. And uh, I think if I could, you know, that kind of negatively influences a person if you if you're playing a game just because um people because it's supposed to be cool because i i didn't enjoy mega man 2 and i uh, i just didn't have a fun time with it and but like using that that game is as like a what do you call it as a as a benchmark for quality is flawed when it wasn't something that i personally enjoyed very much right yeah so, with that in mind, let's get on to the rest of the show. I'm going to throw a bunch of questions <laughs> at you you've really never heard about before. Uh, it was a depressing topic. Hey, hey, hey I we, would have we, expected no less from Brandon. Our, our iTunes description offers no promise of uh, constant hilarity. By That's the right, way. or happiness. No, or, it or happiness not. at all. Or sometimes it doesn't even offer any happiness at all. So, nope. whatever. <laughs> we talk about video games and get sad sometimes. Yeah, GSS. So I'm going to throw a bunch of topics at you. You're going to answer them. You have six minutes each. You can call a one-up on one of them if you like, and we can extend that discussion for roughly a minute. And then at the end, we'll wrap it up with the lightning round, and whoever does the best picks the first topic for next week, and we do it all over again. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Club Nintendo is Club a service Nintendo. which offers prizes to loyal customers for registering products and filling out surveys, such as the attractive poster behind me. What items would you design for Nintendo's reward catalog? There's a poster behind you? Yes. Yeah, we can't see you. <laughs> Jappy has no camera on this week. All right. So well, what products would I design? Okay. Uh, Tim, it sounded like you had something. I don't. Oh. I was going to say I would make Club Nintendo something else. I'd make it like an actual club. Make like a like physical a, like club, club, like like yeah. like, the, like an Italian. Oh, not so yeah, not I like would, an, like not like a lodge club, but like a nightclub. Yeah, I would make it like a nightclub, uh, or they could it could be like a, a ski lodge with a nightclub in it. Well, I wasn't thinking ski lodge. I was thinking you know Lodge Brothers Lodge, like a like a like a kind of a Mason a Super Lodge Brothers. Yeah. Lodge. So so I guess the product I would design would be for like a million points, you could become a member of this this club. Right, this this club where you can go hang out and trade Pokemon with other people who had a million Nintendo points at some point in their life. Right. <laughs> like I an would, physical location. I would design. This is a terrible joke. A physical club called the Fun Club. You just hit people on the head with it for fun. <laughs> um, the Nintendo I, Fun Club. I think I think you know what Nintendo should be should be doing is they should have these higher tier rewards that make people feel like ridiculous Nintendo fanboys because that's who wants to do that. So they should have you know overalls, red overalls, and uh, 
and little like, little little fire flowers and stuff and specifically red overalls because if you get a million points you know that Mario originally wore red overalls. Yeah, that's right. right. He did. He doesn't doesn't he yeah, yeah. Mario originally they they kind of couldn't figure out what colors he was supposed to be. Right. So they could sell classic Mario overalls and uh mm-hmm. they, I think they that could I have would... like a uh, yeah, uh, they could have like a like a really really horrible like super high tier rewards like 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 D and G brand uh, Mario overalls and, and yeah. sweater. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking, a, I was thinking super high tier is what I would focus on. I would I would have like a like, Miyamoto house visit. Yeah, like I, yeah. I would I would have really ridiculous high tier prizes that people would actually compete to get. Um, and you know, even probably even like flip on eBay if they if they win, but it would, you know, it would require them to basically play and and uh, I guess they 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 only go by like purchase points, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. I would actually base it more on achievement points. Oh yeah. Oh, you'd have to build a new system. Yeah. Um, and I, I would reward like the really insane players with really insane prizes, and uh, you know. Like so insane, like a Miyamoto house visit that it would actually get headlines. You know, you it, I would I would consider it a marketing PR expense. Yeah, uh, play Super and, Mario Brothers with Cliff Blazinski and see yeah. if you can beat his childhood high score. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would yeah, I would do yeah. that and and uh, hope that it would it would pay off and and convince people you to could, like play. You could all. have like like compound like super high tier Kickstarter rewards where it's like yeah visit from Miyamoto. Uh, you can choose what outfit he's wearing for ten thousand more points. So you can make him be wearing a Batman suit, and then you can, yeah. uh, for like five thousand more points, he can hug you. So you like, I want to hug in my house from Shigeru Miyamoto while he's wearing a Batman suit. What do you get for catching them all? For catching all the Pokemon? Yeah. Well, yeah, they could have an, a number of achievement. What would the number of achievement points be for catching all the Pokemon? So that's like our. Uh, that's a pretty good yardstick mm-hmm. for a. Uh, for yeah. our experience, so I guess maybe that would be like five thousand points, a thousand points. So that I would think, uh, so that would be like a hug or one fifth of a hug. Yeah, you get like a. Yeah. No, he said ten thousand points for a hug, so you get half oh. a hug. Okay. Yeah, Is that a one arm? A one arm hug, a bro hug. Double, yes. d- yeah. double handshake. Right. Maybe. No crotch okay. contact. No crotch contact. <laughs> I, I, I think that would that would be anyway. like like Nintendo needs to get back in the position where people only think of Nintendo in their games because that's the only way they can survive. I think. And uh, they would be able to do that if if it was just this insane following to play and get the points for all of their games. I mean, maybe there's only like five a year, right? But like that could oh. actually get them in the position they want to be in. How about for like ten thousand points, you get to give like a custom greeting to everyone who starts up their Wii U for like? Oh yeah, day. that'd be oh, cool. Man. <laughs> so you can have like your me going, "Hi guys, welcome to Nintendo." <laughs> Wii U, I won a contest. <laughs> like Charizard rules. It's a me. Char- Charizard rules. Yeah, it's a me. <laughs> Last choice is the best. Goodbye. You get like a, you get like 140 characters, or you can get Nintendo can retweet one of your tweets of your cho- of your choosing. If you didn't pick Bulbasaur as your starter, just turn off your Wii right now. <laughs> you gotta have the Bulbasaur. Forever. And if they have that achievement system, maybe when you get enough points, you can have things on your profile that like not that many people can have, like a really oh, yeah. rare item or something. Yeah, that would, that would really make people crazy. 
get no, man, I want, reconstructive like, surgery to look like Miyamoto. <laughs> 50,000 points and the voice actress of Pikachu comes to your house and slaps you in the face. <laughs> oh, God. I would definitely uh, buy a Wii U for that. I would, <laughs> I'd get grinded. So she will come to your house and yell, Pika, and slap you in the face. And while she's slapping, will she say chew, or is that like another 3,000? Chew! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. I'm ready for it. that. We did yeah, it, Jack. We did it. That's pretty good. That's the best reward that you could get. This week... Oh, wait, 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 wait. One more, one more. Okay. Uh, for for 100,000 points, Koji Kondo... <laughs> Koji Kondo will write a chip tune to play at your funeral. <laughs> 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 That's pretty good. That, that was worth stopping it for. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Next. This week, perennial election year punchline Ralph Nader called violent game creators, quote, electronic child molesters. What would be a more <laughs> accurate pejorative? No, and a more accurate one would be electro molesters. I now, think would, would he, sound better. Did he, did he say it, violent game creators? Or I think he just said video game creators. So I'm an, I'm an electronic child molester, yeah. is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. And electro Is that what you're saying? You're yeah, that's, what, that's what Ralph Nader is saying. Ralph yeah. Nader just called me a kitty fiddler. Yeah, yep. he did. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. No. So someone, someone on our Facebook feed, I, I, don't know if, I, I don't know if it matters if I name names or not, said that it would be pretty cool if like every video game developer in the world just started uh, filing a, a complaint against Ralph Nader in small claims court for, uh, for libel, for calling them child molesters. I thought well, you were about to say it would be cool if they all started registering as sex offenders. That more would like be Ralph cool Nader. Yeah. I don't want to be on the sex offender registry again. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> you know how hard it is to get off that? Yeah, you, had to, you, sh- you had to shave that whole mustache. <laughs> man, that mustache was a joke. People keep like asking me, like, where's your mustache? I thought you had a mustache. It's like, That's man, a real inside baseball Tim Rogers reference. It's like, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a god darn, like, I mean, there's like five photos of me with that mustache, but it is so pervasive. I guess Ralph Nader saw that. Is yeah. pervasive. Is that what it is? Pervasive. I guess you yeah, want yeah. to blame like, for like, that. I'll, I'll go into like a meeting with somebody I've never met before and like, I thought you had a mustache. Or, wow. why aren't you rocking the mustache anymore? Rocking the mustache is apparently the only thing you can do with the mustache. You can't wear a mustache. You can't grow a mustache. You can or have a mustache. rock it. Yeah, I'm not going to. I don't like rocking anything. So, what was the question again? It was the, the question was, what would be a more accurate pejorative for game designers than uh, electronic it, child molesters. Electronic, electronic babysitters. I think electronic. Yeah. Electronic babysitters is actually yeah, pretty a pretty good. good one. Yeah, yeah, and you, you as a parent have the right to screen the babysitter, right? Mm-hmm. You have the right to talk to the babysitter before you invite the babysitter into your house, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with video games. I mean, No, it's not, because uh, Walmart just intentionally like gives children Call of Duty. It forces them to have it. You come inside of the store and they're like, no, no, take it. Take it. It's like you're the parent, like when when your kids come back from trick-or-treating, look through the bag, right? Mm -hmm. Is there Call of Duty in there? Is there Gears of War in there? If there is, take it out, right? Right? Don't let that Grand Theft Auto be in there. Yeah, if they, I mean, because some, some people have a whole bunch of them lying around, and they're like, let's give these out to kids who come by. What else do they want, you know? Right? Mm-hmm. right. It kind of makes me wish that there was like a candy that was shaped like a CD, like a, like a rock candy. Would you eat, I th- I'd eat one of those? I think there used to be. Um, I don't... I feel like during its heyday, they had, at least they were kind of like miniature ones that were sort of printed to look like a CD. 
I want like one that looks like a real CD. Those Lego brick ones are good. You said heyday made me think of payday. I, I love paydays. And I also love getting paid as well. I'm like totally nuts about payday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you feel like a nut, Frank. Right. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> what times are those? Uh, usually, when, like, uh, when I want to eat when Almond I Joy. When I, when I want to eat Almond Joy, I feel like a nut, usually. Okay. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, and, so and I, all other times by default, you really want mounds. So Someone like, move your phone, please. Like, okay, first of all, <laughs> let's stop mentioning the move your phone, because I haven't touched my phone for one, and that sound is not persistent. Let's just accept that there's something, it's, you know, that there are things we cannot change. Just just like <laughs> video game violence. can be changed by moving your phone away. Yeah, this this one is not. I, I was doing this with my phone. I was putting my phone all around, and it wasn't changing anything. But uh, my phone is actually in the sofa cushion now. So, um, Phone elect- movers. Ralph Nader should call us phone movers. Yeah. Phone movers. Electronic babysitters, I think. This yeah. Is a good one. Um, EBS. It's like, yeah, you know. I mean, China, he really called video game developers electronic child molesters. Why didn't yep. I see that? Where did I figure that would have gotten? I guess man, that cares. was all over those internets. It, it was on. Uh, it was an interview with Politico, and it wasn't an exact transcript, so it could have been taken slightly out of context. Possible. It was like you know, and then he called video game developers quote electronic child molesters. You know, it, it was. It, it could have been toyed with a little bit. He might not have necessarily said everyone who makes video games is an electronic child molester. So how do you become an electronic child molester? If it, you make a video game. If, if oh, kid, actually, I have a great kid, answer for this. because I was going uh, to make a joke. Can I make my joke first? Sure, I was going to make like a different a, joke. If like a person under the age of 18 puts his, his hand into his pants while he's playing your game, that's an electronic child molester? Is yeah, that I what think it is? So. You, have to, you have to inspire the child to masturbate? Is that what it is? Ouch. I, I, think, I, I think that it's uh, like so, Peter Molyneux. Oh. Uh, I think Peter Molyneux comes across as a child molester of the non-electronic No, guy. because no, he no. less electronic children. Electronic children, like Milo. Like Milo. Yeah. yeah. Milo. Not gonna bad. Yeah, but so that's not, that child's not really molesting you, though. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I, I want to take this back. Uh, he did say violent video game creators. Okay. Yeah. Violent video so game creators. Milo creator. is an electronic child molester. Yeah, electronic child who molests. Uh, no, no. So, so I, he says that game developers are the child molesters, and so Molly New made an electronic child, which he yes, then molests. Yes, yes, yeah. Okay, so I bet he had a good old time with Milo. Yeah, I bet that's he, right. I, I wish if we could somebody could like hack out the source code of Milo and like look into it to see if there's any like buried commands where it's like. Well, is the, the game never even shipped? I know, yeah, I, I did. <laughs> that's why. That's why somebody needs to uh, obtain to it. Get in the it. Yeah. Well, my, see if my, there's any I, lewd I comments. Not that, not that Milo. Uh... Yes. All Damn right. It. The sweet scream. <laughs> what is the deal with Team Fortress Two and hats? I think hats are cool. They just love hats. Yeah, hats are great. I, I'm asking this because I honestly have no idea what's going on with that whole hat culture. People buy hats. Uh, they they buy keys to unlock boxes that are randomly generated, and then you get the boxes, and then you can get a hat, or you can just buy a hat, right? Accurate. Right. Well, it's like people it. collect hats, right? It's just like collecting achievement points. It's the same sort of thing that we're going to turn Club Nintendo into. It's right. yeah. You know, well, I mean, here's here's collecting. a here's a thing. There's there's this dude named Haku Kim, who uh, created Ragnarok online. Um, 
he's a really smart dude in the Korea, and uh, he made this game called Granado Espada, uh, Sword of the New World, and that game was super complicated because he was trying to merge MMO stuff with um, multi-party control. I mean, multiple person controls for a party, and then PCP and uh, RTS gameplay where you have hotkeys for various things in a way that plays similar to an RTS. He also put in a political system um, that he that immediately fell apart, which I'm really curious to hear more about, but he didn't tell me exactly what was up with that. But I thought the game was too complicated and was going to fail. Um, and in the US and Korea, it did. But it was very pretty, which got Japanese players to keep playing it, and because they realized Japanese players were playing it for the graphics, they started selling uh, essentially figurines. They sold new characters and new um, NPCs and stuff in the form of digital art. Just They were just basically just figures. And um, the game has gone on to be popular, I mean profitable for like the last seven years on the back of that because... Uh, I, I mean, he he says that they're essentially an electronic toy company now because they're just they're just selling digital figures. So that's what it is. It's people want to collect stuff, and uh, if they like the world that it's in, they'll get more things to populate that world with. It's a hangout. That's super smart. Yeah. It's like it, a lot of I remember people making kind of a big stir about the whole aesthetic of the uh, Team Fortress Two, how it looked like cartoons and. Some people were real mad about that, and really? nobody's yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, and Kotaku commenters mostly. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> people people aren't mad about it anymore. People like the game. They accept that there can be an FPS that has cartoonish characters, and then it's like it just the aesthetic, in a way, became a hangout venue. You know, it it was kind of like a a, a cafe style aesthetic where it's like you're you're now hanging out. Just by playing this game. Same thing with uh, with Nexon games and Cart Rider. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. like, Maple Story uh, is definitely yeah, Maple Story. all you do is hang out in Maple Story. Pretty all much all you do is hang out, and then you go. I like hanging out here. My friends hang out in here. They're my friends because they hang out in here. Uh, I've invited real friends to hang out in here. Might as well invest a little bit in my hangout. And it's like I think that's the most honest way to make money with something. I, I think the hats and Team Fortress are uh it's it's like a joke. It's kinda like the cake joke in Portal. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like the the whole they the uh, the the genesis of the cake joke was everybody's sitting around the table and they're like, Well everybody loves cake. Lol, let's put cake in the game, right? So I can imagine a similar uh a similar sort of you know, finger snap decision where it's like, well, everybody loves hats. It's like, lol, no, they don't, but lol, let's pretend they do. Right? <laughs> Here it is, right? And it's like, that works for me. I think it's really the only way to do these uh, things, make a good game, and then uh, uh, if people like hanging out inside your game, right, then uh, give them methods of expressing themselves while doing the hangout. I'm going to give game, uh, game designers of the world uh, a tip on the next hats phenomenon. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. T-shirts. Sandwiches. Sandwiches. Yeah. Sandwiches. Yeah. That oh, my, oh sandwiches. my God. You see that? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I amazing. definitely see that. 
They're going to call it VS, Virtual Sandwich. Mm-hmm. You're going to collect sandwiches, yeah. You're going to collect like different sandwiches, and you can have ingredients and give. And them and here money. here's the here's the brilliant part of that. Uh, the hats, you know, with a lot of effort, you can make real world versions of your hats, but you can create a culture where people are going to build the sandwiches that you're virtually giving them in the real world and eat. Yeah, them. right. And take pictures of the of the sandwiches on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Call it call it sandwich hero, and then you can get the hero sandwich in sandwich. <laughs> yeah, the hero. sandwich hero hero sandwich. <laughs> the the yeah. sandwich hero hero sandwich. Yeah, that's, that's good. Right. That's, that's yeah, actually, there you go. A, we got that's it. A word. That's a word sandwich. There, the, the, the word is. sandwich is the is the bread. Yeah, of that particular expression. <laughs> I, I want. Can we have a, a vegan Philly cheese steak in the game? Yes. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I want. Well, and, and, and man, we, we're going to sell sponsorship for the ingredients too. I want a vegan Philly cheese steak in real life. Does that even exist anywhere? Yes, it does. Yeah. And I will tell you where. There's a place Capriotis. called Capriati's yeah. in Las Vegas. <laughs> really? It has yep. a vegan Philly cheese steak. I have eaten it. Uh, All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go there, guys. I'll, uh, I'll see you guys later. Okay. I'll see you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Every time <laughs> I go to Vegas, I, try, I, I think about going to Capriati's and trying to like weasel the information about their ve- vegetarian meat out of them just for you. Thanks. No, I, totally. I, every time I go to Vegas, I try. <laughs> Me too. And so the conclusion is going to Vegas. Yeah. Going to Vegas. We it's all time go for, to Vegas, getting some hats and sandwiches. It's time for an experimental segment we're going to call the Improv Zone. All right. This has been, this has been requested by the panel for a while, so we're going to try mm. it out. I set up a scene. You guys have to improvise about. it. Uh, so this week, Brandon, you're hey, yeah. a thirteen. You are a thirteen-year-old nationally ranked Call of Duty player in the <laughs> middle of a match on Xbox Live. Tim okay. and Frank, you are as out of touch but supportive newspaper reading parents who are trying to become a bigger part of his life. Frank Go. is both okay. parents. No, no, me and me and Frank are the parents. Am I oh, the which mom? One, which one? Frank and Tim. Can Frank I be the, the dad? Tim, you're the mom. Wait, wait, wait. Why do we have yes. to be moms? Why can't we be? Uh, Why can't we both be dads? Yeah, yeah let's be. We're Brandon's two dads, if you like. Okay, I want. I, I okay, could be a dad with, with Frank. Go. So, uh, so little Brandon, our, our <laughs> beloved son. Um, no, he, we're calling him Bran because okay. that is a reference to Game of Thrones. So, Bran, honey, I just saw a, a news. <laughs> Shut, uh, up. About <laughs> Shut up! Shut <laughs> up, honey. Listen, I'm I can't to... hear my God, honey. Take, what are you? What are you? That guy. He's off. Right. Frank, Frank, maybe we should try to show interest in his hobbies. That's what I'm trying to do, but he never listens to me. Uh, Brandon. What? I'm not listening to you you guys right now. What is that you're doing there? I don't have time for you because I have to shoot this guy in the... God! Just... just, Which guy? Why? why Don't plug the thing. I just can't can't deal with it. Why are you shooting that guy? I'm shooting the guy because my friends need to. Do, we're we're, fight, we're playing against this these other guys. These guys are Mexicans. So do you click with uh, the you, you and shoot? And I have to defeat them to show the superiority of America. I'm getting too sophisticated. No, 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 Bran, honey, I, I saw something on the news about this. That's why we came to talk to you. Um, I, I just are they child molesters? The did, 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 are those are, are you talking to the people? Listen, dads, they are not child molesters. Everybody in here is my age. There's has nobody, anyone, has anyone nobody playing there? this game is over 15 years old. How do you know? Can you can you show me their profile? Because their voices that, that says haven't how changed. Old they are? I can tell. I know. I know my people. 
Honey, there, so there are, there I, are I voices. Saw on the news, I saw on the yeah. news that you can't hear your opponent's voice while you're shooting him. I, uh, I, you can only hear them in the lobby, so you're talking to them in the lobby. Can you, when you get to the lobby, can you let me have that headset? Cause can I just talk to them for a couple no, of minutes? No, that's embarrassing. To make sure they're not... You're going to embarrass me, just like when you they, pick me up at school. So I heard, you, I heard you calling. Uh, I heard you calling someone a nut hugger. Where did you yes. get that word? Did you hear I, that from that them? Was, that was my brother that did was you saying that? that. I think he, that was well, definitely... I remember him saying your, it. That was not your me. Bro- your brother died when you were four years old. Don't have a brother. Your brother died when you were four years old. Did he say something to you when you were, when you were a toddler? And did you he, wonder why I play this game to escape did, from reality. Did Where, your are brother, Where are my pills? Where are my pills? Did your brother ever call you a nut hugger when you were three years old? What did he? Okay. Did he ever make you do anything to him? Maybe I don't remember. I don't remember. What video games did your brother play? Did he? Did he play games like this? Uh, he honey, played... you remember the games he played? It was he... that Mario. It didn't. It wasn't anything like this. He did play yeah. Mario. Why I don't, don't really you play want Mario? to talk about him right now. Why don't you play Mario? Don't you remember we used to play Mario together as a family? You loved it. So you Mario, Mario is for babies. It's for babies, and I'm 13 years old. Well, if Super you Mario is Mario for babies, Party. then I guess I'm just a baby, because I like Super Mario. That's right, you, Dad. You're a baby. You loved Mario Party when you were, when you were three years old. We all played Mario Party, and you loved I'm it. I'm an adult now. I'm 13. I was an adult when we played Mario Party. You were just doing that to humor us because we were kids. I know how this works. No, me and and your other father had a lot of fun playing Mario Party. Don't you remember? You walked in on us playing it without you. You remember that? Me and and your father were playing uh, Nintendo Land just last week on the Wii U. Why don't you play the Wii U? What is this Xbox? It's so scary looking. It looks like Darth Vader. Wii Why don't U is play also Wii U? for babies. I, I mean, I, I don't know how to explain this to you, but, like, I listen to... I'm not a baby. I, I don't know. Are <laughs> you, you saying I'm a baby? Be, I think that, you know, kids my age of the future, of the present day, are far more sophisticated than people of your age group. I don't know. You're, Maybe you are a baby. Your grandfather plays the Nintendo Wii U. Grand, no, honey, honey, that's, that's even the normal eat. Wii, honey. He can't even eat by himself. Well, he makes He's a lot of happy, a baby. He makes a lot of energetic noises while we are playing the Wii U. Okay, I I'm pretty suppose. sure that that he would play it if if he still had fine motor control. I don't want to in, insult Grandpa. He's not why a nut hugger. Why? But, why uh, not? Because do you respect him? Because he fought in Vietnam. He did fight in the Vietnam, and I'm recreating that now in the, in the Call of Duties. So this so is just this trying is, to be like Vietnam Grandpa on, on the screen. So he's it, that's, that's is Vietnam. that Vietnam? That looks like a desert. That's, there's I, no desert in Vietnam, honey. You've never even had an American history course in in high school. You're you're shooting people in the desert. I mean, you don't even know what a, Vietnam is. A, is. I'm playing Codwops too over here. There's no, people. there's no zombies in Vietnam. There's no. Yeah, zombies look, that is no. definitely that's that person is definitely a zombie. The I'm playing Codwops blop harder. The is people this, in Vietnam, Vietnam may, be, may be dirty, but they're not, they're not zombies. Is this okay? what child molesters think happened in Vietnam? Is this what they're, they're convincing you happened? People died. Your grandfather almost died. But he, he didn't. 
And that's why I can play this game, because he defended my rights to play these games. This is impossible. <laughs> they didn't have these games when, when Vietnam was going on, when they were over there in well, Vietnam. Maybe they if they it. did, they wouldn't have to fight the actual wars. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> is that I, I guess he is right. Yeah, that's the end. I, think that's no, the wait, end. Wait. I, I guess he is right, uh, Other Father. Because <laughs> yeah. Let's In the future, when there's, if he gets good enough at these games, he's going to be able to control the drones that fight World War Three, and he has no danger of death. In that case, okay, I think that went really well, guys. Just that don't went, shoot us, son. <laughs> that went a lot better than I expected. That I was think pretty I, weird. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> good call, Tim. Okay, mm. next topic. What is the role of pinball in the video game landscape? Stupid. Pinball okay, a... here's here's a question that I want to ask, and this is not actually really an answer to this question, but I was playing some pinball the other day in the vicinity of Frank. We were at the uh, Playland Not at the Beach Museum, uh, mm-hmm. or museum, I guess it's a museum, in uh, El Cerrito, California. and uh, I've been there. I was thinking about how much I liked the idea of Pinball Quest on the NES. Mm-hmm. But, it, but it's not a good game, but it could have been, yeah. It's not a good game, but it could have been. Why hasn't that ever been revisited? I would love... I don't know. It doesn't I don't know. I've, I've thought about that myself, and especially, like... Like, everything right else now, has been mined. Yeah, but, and right now, they are, like... Well, I don't know if they are anymore, but for a while, they were cleaning up with Pinball FX, too. And it's like, yeah, people yeah. actually like playing with these pinball uh, games that that um, tell them a story and, and make them feel like they're, they're playing through a narrative. So why, don't, why doesn't someone like on iOS or something just tap right the hell into that? Yeah, and, I don't know. Tap literally. Deeper. Yeah. <laughs> literally, that's all just you actually do. tap until the, the ball, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? Yep, what is really pinball's weird. role in video games? Is, that's, that's is, is, the, that, is that a pun? Is that a pun? Pinball's role in video games is up and down nice. the playing field. Awesome. Yeah. So, pinball is, uh, I think, lots of good video games, or vid games, as we can call them. Uh, mm-hmm. Right? I think that's what we call them when we're right. hanging out off, yeah. off the podcast. We don't call them that on the podcast, because some people might not get it. Right? But uh, we, that's a little secret jargon. Me, Frank, and Brandon call them vid games. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, the video games are usually about parabolas. There's there's parabolas in all the great video games, mm-hmm. like throwing a grenade in Halo, throwing a grenade in Gears of War, throwing a grenade in Call of Duty, uh, jumping in Super Mario, throwing a grenade in Perfect Dark. I think the role is mostly in uh, m- mostly related to game creators. I think a lot of game creators are inspired by pinball, perhaps even subconsciously. Um, I don't know that that pinball plays a role for game players right now, other than those who actually just like pinball on a screen or whatever. I feel like maybe historically, uh, no, I, oh, I could yeah. be I could be wrong about this, but I think historically, um, pinball was probably what started score multipliers. Mm-hmm. I would yes. imagine, absolutely, um, and, unless it was done in you know pen and paper or whatever. But and in terms of its current. Uh, you know, its current influence, I would say that just kind of 
the simplicity of a, of a single table design sort of thing is is very present in iOS, iOS games, games and browser games. And I was going to say that uh, pinball is one of the, if not the uh, chief inspiration on uh, Ziggurat, is uh, treating the one stage of the game as a sort of pinball table. Mm-hmm. And originally the idea was that bonus multipliers would open up. Uh, like if you did certain things certain ways, and we do have that pinball element where there's a there's a kill multiplier, which is the spaceship if you manage to shoot it. But that's getting into details. I, I really think that the cool thing about pinball is there's a whole like everything that's in the game is right in front of you. There's in, you can see the inaccessible segments. Shigeru mm-hmm. Miyamoto has said that in video games, designed so that you show the player something they can't do as soon as possible, right? And in pinball, there's always, like, barricades around things that you've got to mm-hmm. knock down yeah. and get Secret in there. passages and such. You can see all the stuff that you can't do. And, uh, I mean, because it, it just comes down to geometry and physics and parabolas. And the thing that, like, blew my mind about pinball is once I was, in, I was a kid in an arcade and they had taken, somebody had taken the glass off of the pinball machine and was doing maintenance. And I'm, like, five oh, years yeah. old and I'm just like, there's... It, it just really you know, the guys in there like like twiddling his finger around on a target, kind of flicking it, checking it to see if it uh, works. And I'm just like, whoa, you know. And I mean, I knew this all along, but the suspicion was confirmed that there is stuff in there, right? Yeah, I have and to say like, that looking at a pinball machine like that is is one of the few situations where peeking behind the curtain is actually more gratifying than not it's like yeah. holy crap look at all that stuff yeah. they did to make this happen yeah it's all in there and it's like it's it's basically feels like a living thing you know yeah. like and it's like and it's Especially obviously centaur that sounds yeah. like a living thing yeah, yeah it's, it's it, it 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 looks and it feels it feels to the brain like a living thing and it's definitely the work of a living thing whereas some mm-hmm. Video games, you feel like uh, kind of, you know, computers did a lot of the heavy lifting. But yeah. with with uh, these pinball games, it's very obviously people people were in there, and they were using inventiveness and ingenuity to do stuff. And I, I don't see why uh, the video games can't uh, learn from that. I, I think the best video games will feel uh, kind of fundamentally like there's all this stuff in there, you know, and you feel it as soon as you get into the game. You're like, look at all this stuff, which is how God hand feels to me. It's like, I can punch that guy like this and I can dodge that guy's punch like this. And that could just, be, sorry, it's that just, could be how kids feel about Minecraft. I, I could imagine yeah, there. It, it sort of is, I guess they're in there and they're just like, look at all this stuff. And it's like, this is a, this is a world that that has been somewhat created, but I'm influencing it. It is. It's just pleasantly, viscerally confrontational. I think. I mean, that, that's very similar to the sort of like thought uh, of, of Disneyland based. There. Should we one up this one? Sure. Yeah. I, I was going to say that you know there there was that that talk at GDC that that uh, I talked about before about uh, game design being influenced by Disneyland, and that's the same sort of thing. It's like, well, look at all the stuff I can do right now. Look at all the promise that's ahead of me. But uh, something else I was going to say about pinball is that um, a lot of pinball games give you the impression of there being like a narrative that you're driving forward without there actually being one. Um, and I think that's something that games could learn a lot from. I don't think it takes very much to 
trick a player into thinking that he's having sort of a, a, a deep uh, epic experience. I think you can you can trick them into that pretty easily, and I think some of the answers to that are in pinball. Yeah, there's a there's a progression there, and when you're like you have to take two steps to open the eye of Sauron, and then and then mm-hmm. smack the guy in there. Another and thing it that feels was, like you've done it does substantial you've, things to get once there, yeah. once you've mastered the uh, like the the act of angles like per each each pinball table has its own uh, mm-hmm. uh, learning when to hit the ball and its approach is, is like the mechanic so it's like what angles you're going to get when you press the flipper at what time and you realize it's definitely a skill game because you yeah. can always you can always hit the ball so it's never going to fall between the flippers like if you're just if you're just if you've mastered real world if you're physics, a pinball it, wizard yeah. If you're a pinball wizard, and it's like there's there's practical takeaways from that, you know, and it's like I don't see why games can't be full of stuff like that. And sometimes they've got stuff like that in them. Yeah, I, think one, I would one recommend last point. That everybody go ahead. Yeah, Trials no. Evolution, Trials just HD. I just one one last point I'd like to make about you know what what they have done, what they did back then is I think they also did a lot of neat stuff with with uh, hiding things from the player because you'll you'll hit the ball up in somewhere and it'll go away and you won't be able to see it for a while and then they shoot it back out at you. Yeah. It's like they they uh <clears throat> you know there's secret paths in there and stuff but sometimes you know you'll shoot the ball up somewhere and it'll come out somewhere else and it's yeah. it's like how did that happen? What is that like, kind it's of like, It's like a kabuki theater. Yeah. It's like sometimes you'll see a light and you'll be like I've been playing this game for 5 hours and that, that light's never lit up. Yeah. And it's exactly. like and then when it does light up you just freak out and you're just like I guess that's how you do that and that's pretty cool that that's in there and it's like yeah hiding hiding stuff and uh yeah just being packed with stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And but, my final point I was going to make is that I recommend that everyone learn one table like one like me i learned funhouse inside and out because that was my favorite one and i I i think you really get something out of actually learning all the rules and multipliers of one pinball machine whether you're a, a, de- a designer or a, a game player that's sort of you know the prosumer kind of player that that's kind of a, a designer at heart right yeah do it all right get out there oh. and learn one <clears throat> here's topic number seven what is the best first-person non-shooter? First-person mm. non-shooter. Mist? No, it's not a good game. Yeah, it's not I, actually I that good now. Mist isn't really... I wouldn't even call Mist a first-person game, even though it technically is. It is, technically. Sure it is. Why isn't it? I don't know. You're, you're seeing vistas, but it's like, do you it's really... Are, are we seeing you. it through someone's eyes? Yes, yes really, absolutely. It doesn't feel like you're seeing it through someone's no, eyes. No, but it's supposed to. First person non shooter. Let's see. So there's there's Dear Esther, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you could almost, I mean, Portal. You're shooting portals, but you're yeah. not shooting. Portal is guys. not a first person shooter. So yeah. I would, I might just say Portal. Yeah, if, portal, that, portal if that counts, does. that's that's one of the best games ever made. So portal does so much people. interesting stuff with the first person perspective. Yeah, too, that it's just like. It, Portal it's not, is it, pretty great, and it it changes your first person perspective, which is super smart because it'll like it'll flip you upside down and turn you around and do, mm-hmm. the, and you know change. You have to think spatially in a totally different way, of course, because you're you're like okay, I'm gonna go in here and I'm gonna come out there, and then I have to do this thing, so I fall over there, and that's uh, it's that's impressive to me to to get people to actually 
participate in those kinds of mind puzzles, which are actually kind of, when you come Brain down blasters. to it, kind of annoying. In, mm-hmm. uh, in, I mean, they're not. An, it's not annoying when you're playing it, but to think about doing something like that, if someone describes the game to me, I would be like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, it sounds hard and difficult and dumb. Right. Well, because in most games it is hard and difficult and dumb, but Portal right. does a lot of smart things to make you actually like want to do that. Did anyone play Quantum Conundrum or not? I, I downloaded did. it and never played it. It was I free on PlayStation Plus. Played a, I played a demo in front of Kim Swift a couple times, but I didn't go buy it's, it. It's cool, person. and a lot of people will give it a bunch of guff and be like, it's not as good as Portal. And it's like, well, it's a more complex concept than Portal, and people will kind of uh, dog on the physics for being... Uh, you know, weird or something, but it it has a lot of just really really neat stuff in it. And, you know, what's uh, cool uh, talking to Kim is that like she she sees this as a genre. You know, the yeah, first person first puzzle, person game. puzzle game. game, and that's yeah. the genre of game that like she wants to play most. So that's what she you know gravitates yeah. towards when she's literally. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess Antichamber is one of them as well. Then a first yeah. person puzzler, The yeah. Witness. Is a first-person puzzler as well. But they should call that game the Whatness. I would definitely play it more. The Whatness. <laughs> the Whatness. I want to. I want to play the Witness. I'm going to put my whole body on that. Well, game. Well, you can't. Now, when I wrote oh. this question, I had three games in mind. You've already mentioned two of them, but one remains neglected. I, I want to say, and I'm not sure this is one of your games, but and uh, uh, I mean, just like some jerk, probably in the comments. I have not looked at the comments. Probably says that Portal. Portal, you shoot stuff in Portal. It's totally a shooter. No, it's not. Okay, the yeah. end. Right, and you do mm-hmm. you do kill enemies in Portal by making portals, right? And you've, I don't know. You're not shoot. You're not killing people by shooting them. And I, I also want to say that I think Metroid Prime is a fantastic first person non shooter game. You shoot stuff, but it's well, not, not a shooting yeah. game. That's and not Metroid that Prime Two yeah. and Metroid Prime Three. You shoot. They have more shooter elements in them, but man, Metroid Prime One is a first-person action adventure. Not first-person Metroid. That's a good point. How about okay, first-person games? You said right, first-person non-shooters. Yeah. Um, I don't like playing in this mode, but I could also make an argument for Ridge Racer. Hmm. Because you can switch to first-person. I I feel like that's kind of a. Kind of a cop out, though. Yeah, I mean, really? by, by that by that logic, I mean, like any of the every Elder every Scrolls, GTA yeah. Four. Yeah, yeah, actually, Elder Scroll. But I think Elder Scrolls is probably a good yeah. example. Elder Scrolls is a pretty good example, but uh, I uh, I don't know. I, I think it's it got to be a game well, that you exclusively play in first person. We might as well say the Bard's Tale on PC is, a, is uh, the right. old Bard's Tale game is a great first person exclusively in in first person. Okay, then it is uh, exclusive. It is wizardry. Yeah, wizardry. I don't know why those. Wizardry those I don't know why those wouldn't count. I think they count. the first. Oh, I, I would say I wizardry either. count. I'm actually yeah. non-facetiously recommending okay. wizardry because uh, the first-person perspective is is a, a brain-shattering mind blower in that game because yeah. the fact that you're not just looking top down. Uh, at the dungeon as you're walking around, it requires you to be so, so much just infinitesimally more spatially aware of where you yeah. are in those games. And it, they turn into mind blowers. 
the well, fantasy um, was, the first was, fantasy star was good for that because it was actually a pretty terrifying first person dungeon. Yeah, thing. yeah, but w- wizardry is just all dungeon. Oh man, I, in, in terms of terrifying, we've discussed this before, but I like the uh, advanced Dungeons and Dragons for for uh, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. That scared the crap out of me. That game is that game is horror personified. What was your third game, Jaffe? LSD Dream Emulator. Oh, that's a cool game. Yeah, I thought you were going to discuss that right off the bat. I thought it was either really? that or Portal. That no, I, I, we've never talked about LSD. I, I think it's cool. I, mean, I, I, never played played it, I played it a little bit, and I didn't see what the thing was. I mean, it didn't didn't really... Well, I guess we could talk about it another time, because... You know what game is uh, not cool as first-person yeah. is Bioshock? There you go. <laughs> oh, okay, and no, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, that's I'm actually gonna, the cool part. I'm going to throw in uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong, the official game of the movie, which is actually a first-person thrower. That game is so sweet. <laughs> I like that game. That game is, that game is sweet. Game. Yeah. yeah, that game is amazing. I, I beat, beat it in game. like five hours. It's great. Yeah. I and love that it. about games. Portal, I beat in yeah. three hours. I love that. Yeah. yeah. If you had to manage the wiki of a video game franchise of your choice, I'd which would it myself. be? Oh. <laughs> which would it be? If I, I don't want to do that. I, I would uh, I would want to manage the wiki of the climax Landstalker, uh, uh, Landstalker and its spinoffs <laughs> wiki, so I could be the the wiki manager of of Landstalker, Lady Stalker, Dark Savior, and uh, Time Stalkers. I guess I would want to be the wiki manager for um, either the the face. Games. Uh, they made Money Idol Exchanger and and some fake Sentai games uh, and Honey in the Sky, Honey on the Land. They made a lot of PC Engine stuff. Or I guess the Valis series. I think the mm-hmm. Valis series would be okay. Except then I'd get all depressed when it got to the porn part. Well, here's uh, here's how I'm thinking about this, and I, and I don't have an answer for this, but like if if I were in the situation, I would want it to be a world that. I want to explore more within my own head Mm. um, because I feel like if you're managing a wiki and you're just going really in-depth with all the different aspects of of this franchise, then you're making more mental connections than most people would. So it has to be be a game world that I I actually want to get into more and and (laughs) sort of fill in the the dots more because that would be fun. Um, And it... To me, it would have to be something that, like a Valis, where there aren't that many games, because you you can't if you get too deep, then then there's no room for you filling in the blanks. Like if you did that with, I don't know, with Final Fantasy or whatever, you yeah. know, there's just too much to go with. But but with something like Valis, you could put all the pieces of the puzzle down, you know, it, it kind of in front of you, and 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 then find new ways to connect them in your head, and that might actually be fun. Yeah, and you could also kind of connect the dots, like finding the uh, the old people that worked on it, and what are they doing now, and how did yeah. how did that influence them, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Would this be a paid position? No, it, but it's, I, it's something you have to do under duress. Uh, so it's like somebody comes to my house every night with a gun. When yeah. you're in wiki a prison, it. it's something I have to do under duress, and I have to spend a great deal of time on. Right? It's yes. not. It's not something that. It's not like you know you have to you have to keep this uh, in sh- in shape, uh, but it, the time you spend on it doesn't matter. Because in that case, it'd be like oh I don't know, Mappy Land, because <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, I I could probably do that in a day and then never have to think about it again. 
I think there's always I think new Valis stuff coming up in Happy Land. Valis. <laughs> yeah. Would you call your wiki the Palace of Valis? Yeah, the Valis Palace. The Valis Palace. Yeah. 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 I think the Palace of Valis has better rhythm. You know, rather, also, rather than uh, Mapiland, I'm going to go with Puyan. That's that's the, that's that's my cop out one. Right. Frank, I think you should you should manage the uh, wikia for all the Sachin games. <laughs> no, there's too many. <laughs> okay. I think uh, running the wiki for uh, the Shining Force games would be fun. Just oh, all yeah. of the Shining games. Because that's yeah. that's another one where there aren't that many. But there's enough lore that like it would be fun to there's, sort of Frank. There started to be a whole lot more in the later era when we all stopped playing them. Were there what yeah, past they, the Saturn? They yeah, past the Saturn. They had all these PS2 like action RPG shining oh, tears. Shining tears. tears. I actually liked that game a lot. The game was pretty good. They Did got a whole it? bunch of them. Um, I played it for a very brief period of time, and it I was having trouble getting through all the intro stuff. And I Did you play um, Shining Force Neo? No. Shining Force Neo should be called Shining Force Doesn't Suck okay. or something, because it definitely doesn't suck. Uh, it's, it's like I remember playing that and just going, man, if only these guys at Sega were releasing, like, 10 games a year instead of 250, you yeah. know, they would, they would be top of the world, you know? But you know what would be a fun be... one is uh, Contra. Oh, Contra. Yeah. I've actually uh, been on the Contra wiki a bunch. It is a lot of fun. Yeah, because there's, there's not that much story. Uh, and it would in the same way, it'd be kind of fun to fill in the blanks and find yeah. connections between games that the creators probably didn't even notice or intend. Right. That's that all there on the, the Contra page wiki. For, yeah. page for Neo Contra would be like 80,000 words long for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I would uh, I would just be like interviewing every person and their all of their and their children and I'd have pictures of their dogs on there. It would Punch be out would be fun too. Yes, I have characters. visited a lot of video game wikis in my uh, sort of listing and compiling research. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, Contra is the most fun, and Kingdom Hearts is the most well organized. <laughs> and Castlevania must be the worst to look at. Oh yeah. uh, no, not <laughs> Castlevania is bad, but it's far from the worst. Is it far from Final Fantasy? Bad. Wait, Final Fantasy is probably really organized. Um, less than you would think. Kingdom Hearts more so. And you know what? I take it back. The Pokemon wiki is in far better shape than the Kingdom Hearts wiki. One would... one that I've seen that that was very satisfying to look at, and it was before Wikia's before Wikia existed. But <clears throat> a there was this dude who maintained a Splatterhouse page mm-hmm. just about all the variants of Splatterhouse and how they were different and shot wow. by shot, screen by screen comparisons of things and all the intros and what frame rates they were at, how many colors they had. And that was actually really interesting yeah, to look fun. at. It's yeah. it's like fan sites don't exist anymore. I guess nah. their wiki is. But... <clears throat> there are fan in wikis, which is a wiki of fan created lore. That's not what I mean by fan. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, it is pretty awful. <laughs> Stop it's talking about that, Jeffy. You guys want to start a fan site for uh, I don't know, Landstalker? Yeah, okay. I'll start a, a fan stalker. Oh, there fan are stalker. fan sites. There are fan tumblers, and I've seen a lot of good ones. But that's a topic for another time because we just ran out. <laughs> My favorite uh, fan blog, by the way, is EarthboundCentral.com. Okay. okay, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Which real historical figures and public domain characters Batman. would make the best game villains? I think mm. Batman, definitely. Batman. Villains, though? Yes, villains. I, I, villain. oh, I thought you said villains. No, uh, villains. real historical people <laughs> and public domain characters. 
Which let's, would make the best game villains. I want to call no Hitler immediately and then move on. Right, good with immediately. That. Oh, definitely no Hitler. Okay. Hitler's okay. been done to death. Um, I think Napoleon, Napoleon would be fun because he's short and, like... He, I think, like it, it's yeah, actually true that, that complex. Well, and he he could actually run up walls Ooh. and ceilings, right? That's actually true. The this is yeah, accurate. Yeah. That his feet sticks to. Okay, right. yeah. Wall so that's, that's a really fun to fun guy to Would fight. Would Napoleon be driving a DeLorean? Because I think that would be good. Yeah, it could, sure. that could work as long as it's not time traveling. Because that's like it's an actual like he actually likes the car. I mean, in everything but name, Napoleon was the bad guy in Resident Evil Four. Yeah, well, I uh, guess. Yeah, yeah he, didn't, he didn't crawl on walls. Right, no, that's true. So. I think uh, um, Felix the cat would be a good vi- villain, public domain villain. Yeah. What, like in a uh, sort of Mickey epic Mouse Mickey game. sort of situation yeah, where he has to fight Felix, Felix the cat? No, more more like I think he's. I think uh, you know. We're talking he, about magic bag Felix. Ma- six, magic right? bag Felix, yeah. and also so he's got that going, and then also he he could be misguided trying to. Do something he thinks is good, but actually, it's actually evil, and right. and his whole world crumbles. I think he'd be a good villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Draw a magic bag, Pandora's Betty Boop. box. Is, is Betty Boop public domain? Yes. yes. Yeah, I could probably fit Betty Boop into something. Betty Boop no, would make but, a good villain in a uh, Catherine type video game. There's a lot of really great public domain black and white cartoon characters. There's like Coco the Clown. There's Bosco the Talk Ink Kid. There's oh, Bosco. Yeah, Bosco. Um, Bosco is like, terrifying. I would like to fight the giant robots from the public domain Max Fleischer Superman cartoons. Yeah. Those guys are real cool. Mm-hmm. Those guys yeah, are actually heck of cool. Those characters are probably public domain. That's true. Anything created for yeah. the cartoons. Um, let's see, something from literature, I guess. I don't know. I bet they Superman on them somehow. Um, let's see. How about, um, nobody mentioned the idea that, uh, I had recently that I'm actually making a game out of that's based on a public domain property. That, well, yeah. We're not, yeah. Maybe, I, I don't mention that on purpose. Intentionally not. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just, I'm just making sure nobody's going to do that because okay. I am actually currently right now working on <laughs> a right. video game that is uh, uh, based on a public domain property with and it's Zorro. Uh, yeah, I, I wrote <laughs> this God question. darn it! <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this question before I knew about that. So oh, well, yeah. So it's 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 got like the greatest public domain villain possible, and I'm mm-hmm. very excited about it. But, what about uh, uh, Zorro? Had like the 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 fat villain. What was his name? I'm thinking. I don't of, know. Fat if guy? he dies, he should say, "Bury me with my money." Yeah. Bury me with my Zorro. <laughs> Zoro, what would Zoro say? Bury me with my mask and sword. Yeah, probably. Yeah, bury me with um, my cape and carve uh, a Z on my tombstone. You know oh, what? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's public. Tombstone. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's public domain. What is uh, the honeymooners? You think so? I don't. I don't think anyone uh, like re-registered the honeymooners. Maybe. I'm How about wrong. Charlie Chaplin? Charlie Chaplin, his likeness, I don't know. How do, how do likenesses work for real people? Oh, yeah. I think hmm. we have to go older than the 20th century. If what we if it were just, no, you know, if it were just older the than tramp? Like 25 or something. Just Charles, Chaplin's Dickens. Charles Dickens is all public domain. Ebenezer Scrooge up in somewhere. Oh, yeah. 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 I once had an idea that, uh, uh, that built upon an idea that Tim had of a Kingdom Hearts-style game with Shakespeare characters and the final boss would be Kit Marlowe. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. I remember mm-hmm. that idea. Mm-hmm. My my great game of uh, 
the Shakespeare where you're just shooting up Shakespearean plays. It's like Kingdom Hearts, but it's a shooter. I thought that I, was love... uh, Cliff's Notes. Oh, well, yeah, then th- that is a branch off of like a Cliff's Notes. Uh, if I could get the Cliff no- Cliff's Notes license, that would be funny. <laughs> so every How time you shoot the... somebody, there's a there's like a something. The title card pops up, and it's like <laughs> who they you were. Know. You only find out who they are after you shoot them. <laughs> yeah, I've got this great idea for like a war and peace, the video game. Where uh, you have to fight Napoleon in like a giant mech suit at the end. Um, I think that the windmill from Don Quixote would be pretty oh, cool. Oh yeah, yeah, there you go. I'll I think Quixote, that like a Quixote shadow of could be pretty cool. Yeah, Quixote would actually he'd be a pretty good villain because he would just think that you're a, an evil guy and yeah. Or actually, he might like have powers to sort of get you into his imagination, and he could imagine things that hurt you. I'm pretty sure we already did a Don Quixote as a video game. Topic. Oh, we, we definitely did. did. Oh, Probably. we did. But we're uh, we're going. We're taking it back. So yeah. Professor, say, like, Professor Moriarty could fly, also, right? That was part of his deal. Was he could fly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd, be, that'd be. And he had three transformations, right? He'd get really big, and yeah, that would, <laughs> yeah. he'd make a really big, uh, a really good. Uh, he he send the hounds of Baskerville after you. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, that Sherlock Holmes in general would just be like the best public domain property to rip off into like, oh absolutely yeah into right. anything we uh, haven't even discussed how every victorian set video game uses jack the ripper yeah jtr yeah. as i call him I, I think that's probably why we haven't discussed him right. well, well he like he, he he had like a spinning attack in real life right <laughs> i was gonna yeah. say like uh koei has basically made a living off of turning historical figures yeah. into evil yeah. so it's like uh you know you've got Depending on which one of their Chinese historical simulations you're playing, a different guy's the bad guy. Pretty much. Question over. Question over. This next one is from Jack Fields. We're bringing back the listener-submitted question. Uh, yeah. Uh, he says, "Design a game with a touch interface compatible with a person's genitals." And I say, "Don't tell me what to do." <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> So I think you need to design like a special type of uh, harness where it's right. like yeah you've got like a thing well, like a harness goes around the iPad and now you're holding it you have to hold it with like two hands and it's like the harness is like five feet long or something and you're holding it up above your head and then the iPad is dangling around your genitals. Well, I think male and female gen. In fact, I have a very strong suspicion that male and female genitals are relatively right. different. There's right. a whole lot. There's, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, this I've is seen, something that I have heard about. I've, I've seen, seen photographs. I've, I haven't photographs. gone so far as to research the photographs. I've got some Polaroids very embarrassing. over here. I can, right. I, can, I, can, I can loan you some of the Polaroids. You'll have to talk about that offline because yeah, I'm very yeah. embarrassed about this. But anyway, um, I, I know my might, you'd be limiting. Know you'd be limiting the audience if you made it just for penises. Yeah, yes, it's specifically so, genitals for men and women. It has to be all that's the genitals. Impossible. That's that's yeah, not. That's, I don't know. I, I think it's impossible. It has to be a game where like the only mechanic is just like slapping something on the screen and yeah, it would have to be. Uh, it'd be like it'd be like it'd be like a like it would have to be like a game where you advance a cutscene where by just like touching it. <laughs> yeah, but here here's 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 something that I think would work really well. It's kind of a uh, perversion of the question, but I think when That's you've good. got the when you've got the Wii U and and uh, and Xbox Smart Glass, mm-hmm. um then after as a, as a gentleman, after you as shoot a, a guy 
in, oh, in yeah. Halo, then you can actually teabag something. Oh. That won't work on the that won't work on the uh, Wii U, I don't think, because it's resistive, and you'd have to like press down really hard for it to know. Yeah, you'd have to. Pre- you, you'd, you'd, you'd I mean, a- then you'd just be proving you got real big balls, which is exactly <laughs> what you want to do, right? So just you'd have to, you'd have to gets- play. Uh, you'd have to play standing, yeah. like because I'm I'm thinking oh, yeah. about the uh, the pendulum motion, and it's like you'd have to swing real hard. And the, unfortunately, the the Wii U doesn't have uh, triggers. It doesn't have analog triggers on the gamepad. So how would you even play something like Halo? It would it would suck. That's that's like a real sad thing for me. Yeah, I guess uh, they're just not going to make a Halo on the Wii U. Like I've I've done. <laughs> yeah, they're not. Well, they're not going to make a Halo competitor. No, they're not going to make. They can't. What, what Unreal Engine shooters are they going to be able to port on there without the the triggers? Make stuff better. They can't make get Mario though on there. No. Can't get Mariolo. Mariolo is a good game. <laughs> yeah. So I've I have actually in the past uh, Marlo from uh, Heart of Darkness. He would make I've, a good new game villain. Yeah, there you go. What? Marlo. Are we talking about a different uh, subject we've, now? We've moved on Jamie? though. Yeah, but okay. why not? Why not that? reference the old one? Who cares? I mean, it's a it's a free country. Actually, it's not a free country. I don't know when people say it's a free country. It's like they're kind of ignoring the fact that you're you're not allowed to murder people or whatever. It's a really expensive country. You ask it's me. Bad, yeah, it's really expensive. It's a. Uh, it's yeah, yeah. It's bad it's, jokes. Yeah. One of so my anyway, favorite sequences from the movie Love and Death is when uh, when uh, the lady says. This certainly is the the best of all worlds, and Woody Allen's character says, "Well, it's at least the most expensive." Yeah, <laughs> I think that's, that's, pretty, that's so. Anyway, I was I Wait, was going to say that I've I've thumped my dong on uh on my <laughs> DS before. Sure, you know who has mm-hmm. it to like because you know you're playing games with the hands. I know. Okay, actually, in, okay, that was a joke. In all seriousness, sometimes when I'm playing a game and I want to like turn the xbox off right while mm-hmm. i'm playing mm-hmm. i have you know and i normally don't wear clothes when i'm in my house i had to put these on for the podcast um i i, I have actually been like i kind of want to exit to the xbox menu but i just can't stop enjoying halo so sure. i've actually used my boner to press the right. xbox button because uh-huh. it <laughs> operates actually from a different part of my brain controls it so sure. it's like it's like the, the part of my brain is like Stop playing the video game, dude. And then the other part of my brain is like, I'm going to keep playing this video game. So it's like, I, I go, the other brain goes, well, what what do we got? What can we access right now? And and then they go, we've got the dong, sir. And then he's like, okay, can you just press the Xbox button and, and make him get really mad and then kind of forget his enjoyment of the game for a second? And he goes, yeah. And then the boner kind of slithers up and kind of, you know, anaconda strikes that button. And then I'm like, What? I told, and then I'm like, "Oh, there we go," and then that's it. Right. I think that you could make a game possibly that's like the cat painting apps. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Where you're just kind of rubbing your genitals around and seeing the paint. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's probably Actually, the that's, game that you'd have to that's make. That's probably it. Yeah, it's not really. You'd have to yeah, put a game go. mechanic on it, but it's not that hard. Yeah. I think if the Wii U's touch a rhythm wasn't, game, uh, a rhythm game uh, with, yeah. with with uh, painting with your genitals, that's, that's you gotta natural. slap it to the to the to the beat. Or yeah, you can yeah. slide it around to the beat as well. I think there there should just be a uh, if only the Wii U gamepad had uh, like unlimited points of contact and it was like not that resistive screen like like if it had if it, if it could support like a hundred points of static contact so you had to like there was like a game that kind of a Hideo Kojima Boktai 
sort of. I don't know that name, bok thai. It reminds me of bok choy. Reminds me. It makes me hungry for fried rice every time I hear it. I want to eat bok choy. But uh, it like it would be like bok thai, except it's instead of choy. sunlight. It is a very good choy. Uh, yeah. Bok choy, fantastic choy. Instead of needing sunlight, it would need like 200 points of static contact on the screen while you're playing. So the only way to play is with your legs up like this and the screen <laughs> pressed against your, your balls. You would need a wrinkly sack in order to, for the game to even run. And every time your, your sack unwrinkled, uh, this, it would just pause and it would go, you know, loosen up your sack, bro, and get back. Jack Fields, what have you done? Okay. Yeah, was, that's, well, what that's what, what did you think was going to happen when you so asked we that need, question? We need, so in other words, we need Wii U 2 with a better gamepad screen His fault before, for before we can make a meaningful game. Yeah, so we yeah. can teabag in yeah. Mariello. Guys, that was literally the best question I got from you. So email me more wow. questions. What's yes. wrong with you people? Okay, so with that in mind, it's time for a lightning round. Ligatrettening. I'm going to give you the name of a famous film director. Yes. You have to tell me what their debut original title will be upon breaking into video games. Mm. Okay. Okay. Martin Scorsese. Oh, man. Uh, L.A. Noir 2. No. (laughs) I said original title. Original title. And can it be based on one of their film properties? New York Noir. No, it cannot. It can't be based on one of their... Uh, so we have to come up with a title? You have to come up with a title of a game that they would make. Let's uh, say it would, be, it would be Badfellas, which would be like Goodfellas, <laughs> but with uh, much more wanton violence, because sure. obviously you need to sure. ex- have an excuse for it. I like that one. It's James Cameron. One. James um, Cameron. James Cameron. Uh, it, would be, it would be WW2 colon World War Two. James James Cameron's real slow underwater exploration of the video game. <laughs> Judd Apatow. Oh God, man! Super Seth Rogen brothers. <laughs> Roman Polanski. Um, it would that would that would be oh man um it, it that's the uh, it's called electronic child molester is what Brody, it's called. Brody, Brody, Brody Brody Electro, electronic Lester. Electro Lester. It would be Christopher called. Nolan. Electro Lester the Unlikely, sorry. Chris, Chris, <laughs> Christopher Nolan, Nolan, The Dark Knight. Christopher Nolan would be, uh... Man, just, man, uh, it would... He'd make some would, superhero game. He would make, it would be a rhythm game, but instead of music, it would just be real loud, crashing, brass sounds. Just like, you know, like the Inception sound effect? Sure. I do. And it's yeah. like just every time you press the button, it makes that sound and a bit. I feel like explodes. he would make a movie about punching. Personally, I think he'd make uh, like Punch Master or something. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Joel and Ethan Cohen. Oh man! Oh um, man! Man, they'd they'd make they'd make a game called The South, and it they'd would pro- be it would be like a Walking Dead style adventure game thing, and it would be super awesome. Yeah, it would probably they'd yeah, probably, probably just make like a legitimately real time cool game. Lana and Paul Wachowski. Oh man! Oh, they man, would make they... a Final Fantasy fifteen. Yes. No, they would make a. They would make a Final make Fantasy King, killer. Kingdom Hearts, uh, whatever number it's on. Kingdom Hearts, birth by dreams by experience points. Yeah, yeah. They would. They would definitely make uh, some sort of fantasy sci-fi RPG. They would probably make a game that was like Final Fantasy, but uh, uh, actually has all the cool stuff that people liked about Final Fantasy in the first place. Still also, in it. 
the Matrix is their IP, so they could actually make the Matrix. Yeah, but I mean, if they were making a new game, if they were the actual fresh, Matrix, yeah, they could not make the, game. the actual Matrix. <laughs> yes. All right, that would be a good one as well. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. <laughs> yeah. Mel Brooks. He would make an adventure game called. I was going to say Take My Wife, but that's not right. <laughs> um, it, it'd be some adventure game about being a Jew. Yes, yes. <laughs> it, that would it, be so awesome. It's called Where's My Foreskin. <laughs> oh, God, no. What? <laughs> I was thinking it would be something more like The Producers. So it would be... Uh, he would probably I think make it would spring- just be The Deucers. Not I think the, he would make no uh, Springtime spring for Hitler, the video game. Oh, yeah. I think I his game would just... Well, yeah, it's not. That's not. That's that's yeah. that's an original. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's sure. That's kind of against the. Yeah, I think he would just make Metal Gear Solid Four with just <laughs> slightly different characters in it, and it wouldn't even have to be like an overt parody because it's already a parody. Yeah. John Waters. Jewish. John Waters. Yeah. Oh man, that would be pretty cool. John, John Waters, Waters. Water skiing. John Waters skiing. <laughs> no. Don't just make a pun about the name. John Waters is interesting enough to explore. John John Waters' uh, gender swap. (laughs) Okay. Nice. So you think he'd make, like, an anaanthropy kind of game? Except, well, no, because I think anaanthropy would try to be a little more, like, educational about it, and I think he would want to be, like, kind of extremely brash and in your face and, uh, like, make you have sex with person of your of the gender that you were before to make you feel like it, you've actually had a different experience. Okay. Experiences are cool. Yeah. Tyler Perry. <laughs> Tyler Perry. I've actually never seen a Tyler Perry movie. I've only heard I haven't of them. either, but they seem focused on family. Yeah, family. Um, and it would be like an Animal Crossing with uh, people. It, w- it would be an Animal Crossing, but you'd be dealing with with your uh, with your strange family, I guess. Yeah, but but you'd also have to be in a man and woman's clothes because I don't think he ever does anything. Uh, sure. with that. It's probably Cause, true because he's got Medea and whatnot in there. Yeah, so that's that's what it would be. I, it could be like Hitman, except. Uh, you have to play Tyler Perry all the time, and you have to be different characters, and they're all Tyler Perry. And also, rather than GP. like tricking other people, you have to trick yourself into thinking that you're your mother. Yes, <laughs> that's right. That's pretty cool, actually. Oh, yeah, that, I, I like that. Good Woody job, Allen. Tyler Perry. <laughs> that's Woody an interesting Allen. game. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think Woody, Woody Allen? Allen would make oh. like uh, I think he would be the perfect guy to make a Call of Duty style FPS. Yeah. It's just about like a guy who's like, like totally a jerk. Okay. So, like, he would get like an FPS where he voices the hero. He's like, "What am I doing here? What is this?" I'm gonna say, and <laughs> I'm gonna say another horrible thing, which is 50 that 50 Cent Blood on the Sand, but with uh, with Woody Allen instead. How funny would that be? <laughs> Woody, Woody Allen. Make... <laughs> Go ahead. I think it would be, be good. Woody Allen would make uh, Electronic Child Molester Two. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Second in a series. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, you have different directors directing different episodes of the series. Sure. Yeah. Woody Allen blood on my brand new vest, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the one. Oh. <laughs> and finally, Quentin Tarantino. Blood, oh, man. Blood. <laughs> blood, I think he'd just make a really... Blood game. <laughs> I think he'd just make a really cool game, probably, yeah. but I don't, I don't think he'd... 
be interested in making a cool. There would be very little gameplay in this game. He'd basically. I was hoping you would. Uh, you would mention uh, Brian De Palma because I would love to play a game that felt like uh, the the train station shootout in the Untouchables. I would play that. I figured yeah, given it came down to him or Tyler Perry, and I went with Tyler Perry. I figured that given your your penchant for for writing questions that Tim can answer, I thought you would put David Mamet in there. No oh, man, David David Mamet would definitely be a pretty good video game. But I mean, David Mamet video game would actually be an FPS. In, in Iraq. In, in real life. Yes. Like, like, it actually would be. You'd because have to uh, go. He, he directed that show, <laughs> that show, The Unit, you know? And that's yeah. just, that's total, like, right-wing. Well, war, I war. want to give this round to Frank for his Electro Lester the Unlikely. But nice. I'm going to, but I'm going to put it up to the audience. So email podcast at insertcredit.com. Tell me who you think did the best this week, and they will have to come up with the inaugural question next week. You can also send in your questions to podcastatinsertcredit.com, where I will uh, where I will take the best one of those and put it on the show. Or you could just watch the live show, stick around, and we'll answer all your questions right there. But it won't be preserved forever. If you want your podcast to be, if you want your podcast question to be preserved forever in the annals of uh, insert credit history, you're going to have to send in those questions to my email box, and I'll pick the best one of them. That man's right. Yes, you can also send me your picks for yes. best game of all time and best Genesis game of all time. Heck so yeah, me keep collecting, and you can join our Facebook group, facebook.com/icpodcast. Mm-hmm. That is not the Insane Clown Posse podcast. That is the Insert Credit podcast. Yes. And we will uh, see you next week. And those of you tuning in live, we'll talk to you after this wrap-up. I'm Alex Jaffe. I'm I'm Brandon Sheffield. I went first. (laughs) (laughs) And this is podcasting. Woo, Doctor. Podcast over, yeah!